All right, it's DT Systems, dog tested and dog tough. You know, we like that dog in them, baby. We've been using the H2O1820. Over the last several months, we've been playing with this unit. Our friends at Standing Stone Kennels, Ethan and Kat, they've been using it for years, and we've been playing with it. We really like it. I think for the dog trainer, the hunter, and the guy or gal who's training their dog to get ready for duck season, we'll really enjoy the 1820. Super reliable, super consistent, great unit for you and your dogs. H2O1820. Dog tested. Dog. All right, baby, Gunner Kennels. Man, one of the things that I love about Gunner Kennels is they're thinking about our older hunting buddies. Old Buck, he hangs out in a Gunner Kennel when he goes to and fro, and in his, we've got the ortho pad. He's got the old joints, and, and even if your dog's not old like Buck, you just want a little bit of added protection as you're rolling down the road to keep that dog from bouncing around a little bit. So the ortho pad, super huge. If you got a younger dog that may dig a little bit, maybe chew a little bit, that performance pad is going to be clutch as well. So check it out. It's the full kit brought to you by Gunner Kennels, always innovating our industry and always keeping your dog safe. Slide the dms if you'd like to learn more about getting you and your dog into a gunner kennel it's force fetch baby it's the number one question we get asked you don't know how to fix it let me help you let me get you to your goals we built a course bunch of videos i think there's 13 or 14 videos start to finish on how you and your dog can get through the force fetch process successfully the link's in the description be sure to check it out and let me help you and your dog Here, cheers, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Lone Ducks Gun Dog Chronicles, baby. It's going to be me and Kevin tonight. We got some some fun things to announce and talk about and catch you all up on. So this will be a good episode. But first, let's jump into patreon.com forward slash Lone Duck Outfitters. This is a community where if you enjoy the show, if I've helped you on Instagram, if our Q&As on Instagram have helped you, if our podcast helps you, if anything about us you enjoy, we would appreciate if you went over to patreon.com forward slash Lone Duck Outfitters and bought us a beer. Now, there's other tiers that get you more one-on-one attention from me and help from me, so Check it out. We also do bi-monthly, that's twice a month for all you knuckleheads out there, uh, happy hours, which which we're doing tonight. So we've got a quick podcast because i got to jump on that sucker in about 40 minutes. But uh, we enjoy hanging out with everybody in basically a Zoom meeting, and it's live. You have a beer with me. Everybody gets their questions answered. We have great discussions about dog training and hunting and you know how to get your dog ready. So patreon.com forward slash... Lone Duck Outfitters at a bare minimum. You're just buying us a beer and saying thank you. On the maximum, I'm helping you through force fetch, tea pattern, running blinds, getting your dog steady, all of the above. Plus uh, some never before seen videos that don't hit YouTube, all that jazz. Next up, LoneDuckOutfitters.com. Selfish plug. Get you a hat. Now, we did an ad, if you will, for Lone Duck about a week or two ago. And I want to say thank you to everyone because we saw 
you know, several orders come in and, and I can't thank you enough for supporting the show. So truly appreciate you guys. It's awesome. Next up, smoke them if you got them because it's hot on my mind. It was Traeger Day and they sent us a new hot sauce. Let me tell you, delicious. Kevin brought over fish sticks tonight. What? You had fish sticks. This is a bad joke. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> no, I got it now. <laughs> yeah, you throw hot sauce on anything, you can take it down. Got him. But anyways, they've, they're have they constantly coming out with cool stuff. I enjoy it, and the hot sauce is to die for. So Traeger, baby, smoke them if you got them. Next up, from the duck blind to the holding blind, it's Purina, baby. The food that fuels the truck alone duck. We've been pumped about the partnership we've made with Purina. Dogs are looking really good and, and performing well on the on it. And what I love the most is you can get it anywhere. Chewy, Amazon, Tractor Supply, anywhere you... You can't walk into a dog store without finding it. No, Purina. So we're uh, we're feeding the young pups. You know, Cruz's puppies are, are on the puppy blend mush now. So I take a couple scoops of that puppy, large breed puppy, and blend it and they just mow it down and uh, our adult dogs are on their 30 20 pro plan sport check them out pro plan baby next up dogtra the collar that's in my hand in my back pocket on a dog bark collars you name it we got it we use it they support us check them out you can support them you got a dogtra t-shirt on right now i do yeah i do don't i Nice. You can find those on their website, too. Heck, yeah. If you want a nice black T-shirt with a German Shepherd on it that says Dogtra, you can get one. Get it. You can't say smoke them if you got them, but... No, but... I don't know. I can't think of something good on the spot, but... I don't know. Good timing. Slip it and forget it. Slip it on is what I was thinking, but it didn't pan out. Gunner kennels. Man's best kennel. Now... We're a little uh, overbooked here at the kennel, and Marie has, I've got a 10-hole trailer for Marie, and because we got a couple extra DOGs, she's got those dogs in gunner kennels in the bed of the truck and in her backseat. There's no other kennel that I would put client dogs in going down the road when shh hits the fan than a gunner kennel, so... Check them out. If you want to slide into the DMs, we can get you into Gunner Kennel. It's about that time. You know, summer training, you're traveling, going to training grounds. Duck season's coming up soon. Get into a gun, Gunner Kennel. Not, e- not to mention, they just came out with a new fan, new and improved. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, my microphone. Oh, gosh. You're good. Technical difficulties. Here we go. We're, I'll work on this. Um, keep rolling. Yeah. Who's push, up next, bud? Give me the next one, Kev. I'll, like, crank her down. Kent Cartridge. Ah, oh, shoot or shoot, bud. You had a Kent hat on today. You're just, you're all over the place. Smorgasbord of paraphernalia. I had a good conversation with the, the fellows over at Kent the other day. Fine people. Yeah. They've been busting their tail trying to keep up with the demand. It's impossible right now. There's just a whole lot of bismuth. I know. Needing to be made. <clears throat> yeah. That's one thing that I'm very proud of for all of you podcast listeners is the support for the bismuth. I mean, I, I am a, I kid around with the mm and the and all that jazz, 
but I don't know if I could ever go back to shooting steel. I mean, I just don't. If they didn't send it to us and I had to pay for it, I don't think I would go back to steel. It's not worth it. Just the amount of crippled birds that we used to have compared to now. You know, maybe our shooting got better. I, I would hope so. But I'm telling you, the amount of crippled birds is a fraction of what it used to be. If you hit them, they're going down and they're going down hard. So it, it, it's hard to describe, except you got to you got to try it, and you're gonna be like, "Ooh, yup." Mm-hmm. You're gonna shoot go a lot more. You know? No, you're gonna go. Mm. You're gonna shoot a duck in the face this fall, and you're gonna go. Mm. And your buddies are gonna be like, "What'd you just do?" And you're gonna go. Mm. Uh. And they'll know. Next up, our buddy Ethan, Standing Stone, Standing Stone Kennels, Ethan. It's coming to New York, baby. We're doing a seminar. Uh, June 25th. We've got five, you know, by the time this airs tomorrow, uh, maybe there's less than five. So there's five spots left. It's for observer spots only. So I come up with a better name for that because I feel like the observer, observer makes it sound like people can't participate. People call it like auditors. Yeah, I don't know what the word is, fancy. but you get to come and do everything but bring your dog. So all your questions will be answered. Uh, you're going to watch a bunch of dogs. We're going to go through the process of improving, retrieving, f- whether it be force fetch, T pattern, marks, whatever. Ethan's going to bring in his, in his expertise on the pointing dog world, and we're going to help his clientele improve the versatile dogs, the short hairs and poodle pointers and all that jazz on improving their marking ability in the field work. So it's going to be a great day. We're going to do a bonfire, we're going to drink beer, we're going to have food, and it's going to be literally 7.30 in the morning till 6.30 at night, training dogs, working, talking, Q&A, the whole deal, nonstop, and then at 6.30 we're going to have prizes and fun stuff to do, bonfire, and hang out and just chill. And so you can find that at Standing Stone Supply, they've got a little search bar, and type in seminar, and there's five spots left. So please, if you are contemplating it, it's June 25th in central New York, where I am. And if you've got that weekend open and you want to do it, don't wait three days from now because we've basically had it open. We have five left. We have five left, and we've had it open for less than a week. So jump in there and and join us. It's going to be a freaking blast. But, Bob, I live in California. People from California are coming. I know. We got I people coming in from Canada. I hope I it's don't. It's an di- international affair. I hope I don't disappoint them. I yeah, mean, you coming from point. Cali? That's a good I point. got. I better be on my A game, right, baby. That's a good point. All right. <laughs> Remember, patreon.com forward slash Lone Duck Outfitters. Check out all our sponsors. And lastly, Waypoint Outdoor Collective. They keep us in tune with you. You in tune with us. Let's get in the show, baby. All right. Couple. I'm going to give you. Should I give the biggest announcement first? No. No, this is a te- you ever like listen to radio things? You're like, well, coming up after the break, we're going to blah, blah, blah. That's how you're supposed to do it, but we're bad at that. All right. I don't know. I can't keep it in. I'm just going to say it. Memphis is pregnant. <sighs> hmm. Our last audio equipment, we had like buzzwords and and things that would yeah. be great, like bah, 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 bah. yeah, like fireworks going yeah, off. You know, I I don't know, but I, I'm excited, dude. This is she's older, and if anybody has been a longtime listener, 
you know, we've talked about Memph a ton. I mean, she's like the poster child of my business and my career and has uh, crushed the accolades in the hunt test game. And even, you know, the freaking, she got a third in a, a field trial. Like she's just, she's the girl, man. She's, she is everything I could really dream of in a dog, hardworking, hard driving, great family member. The kids can play all over her. She she just she has it all now. When she was a baby, if you remember, Kev, she was a little a little bit of a hot to trot, but she was a she was a lot to handle. But it was because I thought she was much smarter than I am. No, she is, but uh, she has developed over the years to be for me one I'm gonna have a hard time saying goodbye to, one hard time ever replacing. Like I've got some really good dogs. Now I own a lot of very nice dogs. I love them. Unspoken bond stuff left and right. I mean, Buck is very special to me because he was the first, but he didn't take me where Memphis took me. She and I've traveled all over the country. I've met all these great people via her. We've competed at the highest level. I thought I'd never make it to, you know, we, she's yeah. just, she's the dog. And so long story short, folks, if you don't know the story, she she has irregular heat cycles. And so for like three years, she never even came into heat. And she'd have like silent heats. And you'd, you'd be like, eh, I don't know. Some of the boys are like sniffing around, but like nothing. Right. We tried once. It didn't take. And then over the last few years, she'll come into heat. But it's like right before Master National. And yeah. we wouldn't be able to go and do it. If I bred her and then I always wondered like, am I wasting my time? She had a tick-borne disease one time. So she was on this like heavy medicine and she's like full blown heat. I'm like called the vet. I'm like, what do we do? She's like, the medicine she's on will kill all the puppies. I'm like, Oh, okay. So no dice then. And that was like a year and a half ago. And that affected her joints. And to clarify, she's fine now though. Uh, yeah. Define fine. I'll, I'll maybe digress for a second to, to the, just be completely honest like, with people. Well, right, but I mean that she's not like it's a it's a hereditary. No, right, yeah, part. it's not hereditary. It's the tick-borne disease that she got attacked her joints, and so now she runs a little bit slower than normal. And it is not hereditary. It is not anything that anybody's got to worry about, or even me really worry about it's just from that freaking tick-borne disease and we tried everything under the sun to get her better some of it worked short term some of it it just didn't seem to work and so long story short she's like easing into retirement we're gonna run a few more hunt tests this year and try master national one more time to get her in the hall of fame i thought you weren't doing master national this year well not this year starting in august we re-qualify for 2023 so she'll go in 2023 and and do it um which would put her in the Hall of Fame if she passes. If. Come on. It's Memphis. So, long story short, God, she comes into heat. And I'm not running her this summer, so I'm like, this is it. Not bad timing. So, I invested in the best of the best reproductive specialist in New York. Drove two hours, like, five different times. During her 
like when she was in heat to hit it right and then like read the progesterone and make sure that you're timing it yeah yeah yep you did all that with birdie yeah and so unbelievable i get my buddy's dog his uh my buddy's name is chad his dog's name is Bo. Bo is qualified all age never ran a hunt test it's all field trial all amateur trained he has enough and i'm forgive me for not being a badass field trialer but which we'll get into in a minute but uh (laughs) long story short he qualified for this year's national amateur field trial i didn't know that that's freaking big yeah and then he's three points away from becoming an afc so these puppies' pedigrees For will be stacked. Who may not know. Yeah, um, a amateur field champion. Yep. So puppies' pedigrees are going to be stacked. The uh, Bo's personality is what I I really like a lot too. You know, we've talked about puppies and all that jazz with like Barton and whatever. You know, I want a male who gets along with every other male. He's not pushy. He's not growly. He's not a dink. This dog is happy go lucky and a worker and then a freaking talented marking dog that at six months old when chad and i would go and train together that sucker would step on marks that you know nobody else could pick up and they were three four years old and this dog would just go thanks for coming so did you, i'm did you help train him at all no i thought you. Had- I, I mean when chad was going through forest fetch i helped yeah. him with forest fetch but literally everything else chad has done on his own all amateur trained you know never which you know when people say that like a lot of people send me their dog i'm a professional dog trainer and there's nothing wrong with it keep sending them my way (laughs) but you know when a dog has the capability to work through handler errors or you know uh, inconsistent training schedules or you know different grounds now chad has put in all the time to like he'll go two hours after work and drive and get badass you know field trial grounds um multiple days a week so you know he did a ton to get this dog to where he is and but the dog is special so i'm really excited about it now with that being said i want everyone to understand that i want everybody to have a memphis puppy she has between eight and ten in her belly from from what our determination is my goal with these puppies is either going to a very serious duck hunter a very serious hunt test or field trial amateur or they you know a a pro that i i think highly of and or come back to me so like there's going to be stipulations if you message me and you're like hey i want a family pet and we duck hunt twice a year i'm probably going to say i'm sorry this litter isn't for you you know we're gonna have more in the next year that we can hook you up with but if you're like i want one of these i've followed memphis along for seven years and i want one of her puppies and i want to send it to you bob yeah you're on the list baby let's go so i'm really excited about this litter i'm gonna keep a male um i haven't determined if i'm keeping one or two but this is like the creme de la creme, the I thought it would never happen, and and it happened, and I'm so excited. She's healthy. I'm so excited. The puppies look healthy. I'm so excited that it, it's happening. So I couldn't keep it in and make you wait till the end of the show. So pretty bad to the bone, but 
anyways, if you do want to learn more and you are very serious about this, then definitely slide into the DMs and hit me up and, and we can talk more. But I'm going to be very selective with this letter. We also have other dogs rolling around, too, that might be more. I mean, well, we've got one more cruise puppy available. And then Quinn's Quinn, who we'll talk about in one minute, is probably going to be bred. Um, I just meant like we have. We have we, a few we, more we, litters yeah, coming. Yeah, we, we have a few more litters rolling around in the near future. Uh, you know, luck willing here, but. But don't be afraid to hit me up for a Memphis pup. We just we've got to make sure that they're going to the right place. Um, it's and be a it's, good fit. Yeah, it's got to be a good fit. Next Quinn. segment, Quinn field trial. If you uh, followed along a little bit on the old Instagram, uh, Quinn Hunter Memph, Lizzie and Aries, and I went to a qualifying. Uh, that's where you get your QAA title. And um, all winter long and, and spring long, we've been preparing to take these hunt test dogs. And, you know, they're very talented and and test our might in the field trial game. I mean, you just listed off some of the top dogs that you've had on your truck for the past over the past few years. Yeah. The, uh, Hunter and Aries are three. They're from Cruz's first litter. You know, Memphis, Memphis. Lizzie is two and a half. She and Quinn are about the same age. They're about two and a half. And all of them, like Hunter and Manf are the only master hunters. Everybody else has master passes, aren't master hunters yet. And we're going to this big field trial in New York. And uh, I'm nervous, but I'm feeling confident. We've been training hard. They're stomping it. It's going good. And I walk to the line with Aries. And if anybody knows Aries, you know, he's hot to trot. He's he's a little hard to handle. He's ready to go. And he focuses in really good. And the birds start going off, and he gets a little bit animated. Not bad. I'm really proud of him. But just a little bit more animated than I would have liked. And it's go time. So we go for the flyer. He does a good job. Boom. Gets it. And now, by the way, his owner, Bill... Wild Bill Desmarius, or however you pronounce his name, but it's Desmo's photos on Instagram, so I just call him Bill Desmo. Anyways, Bill's there. Hunter's owner Ben's there. Our buddy Wade's there, and Marie came. So I got a freaking gallery cheering me on. I didn't even get the invite. Sucks to suck, bud. You got a day job on a Friday. It's true. So, sorry. I'll invite you next time. Thank you. You're welcome. But, but anyways... Aries, boom, goes and hammers the go bird. I'm like, yeah, yeah, mm, <laughs> baby. Come back, and and we the next bird is a retired bird. Can you explain to people? What yep, I was just going to. So a retired bird uh, in a field trial, everybody's wearing white, a white jacket. And so they the dogs come to the line, and they saw three, these happen to be dudes, but three dudes in the field throwing birds and shooting a bird in white jackets. And so you pick them out and the dogs can pick these guys out and see them and see that mark really well. And things are looking good. And, and then one guy retires and retires means he goes and hides. So Aries goes and gets a go bird. And now it's time to look out for the retired bird. And that guy is gone. Right. So he's got to really mark that bird exceptionally well. And it's probably 150 to 175. And you go down this hill 
and there's a couple of little like uh, terraces where they like come up, down, up, down, and then down into this little gully. And then there's another terrace to go up and then up again to find your bird. And I bet you 50% or more of the dogs went down, hit a terrace, banked to the left a little. Hit another terrace, banked down to the left a little. And then when they got down in that gully, they'd see the live flyer station and its suction pulling them to go even more to the left. The good dogs held their line, held their line, held their line, popped out, smelled a bird, and picked it up. Right. Aries goes and gets the go bird, goes down, hitches to the left, goes down, hitches to the left, goes down, hard left. Really? No, here. You're done. So it's not pass-fail, right? And this is where I want to kind of touch, touch on. It's very hard. It was very hard for me, emotionally, mentally, because this is not they did well enough to pass. This is you win or lose in a field trial. Right. So First, you called him back knowing that he was you're done. That way. Yeah, you're out. Like, All right. you, you went back towards the flyer. You know, if I had handled, by the way, he was only the third dog to run. So, like, I didn't get to watch a bunch of dogs. And, in fact, I didn't really get to watch any because I was every third or fourth dog. So, I didn't get to really watch anybody and kind of strategize, right. which hurt but whatever not an excuse goes down makes a hard left towards the flyers no here he's out so bill came from rhode island to watch his dog pick up one bird very disheartening next dog up was memphis now memphis we just got done talking for 10 minutes about how badass she is she got a third in a queue this past fall after master national. And so I thought old trusty Memph, like she hadn't really trained much, but over the last two or three weeks, I'd bring her out two or three times. So not a ton, but I just figured point her at a bird and she knows how to go and get them. Right. Hard left. No here, (laughs) no here. So now I'm like, Oh, for two, not looking good. And I was feeling confident, not cocky, just confident. Just thought we were in it to play. Well, you've been working on it. Yeah. Hard 0 for 2. Next up was Lizzie. Lizzie's got three master passes, just had a litter of puppies this past year, Um, you know, had six months off, has been back for like a month. And her and Aries, same idea. Aries was off for six months, but I wanted to see how they would play because they are great marking dogs. They're good blind running dogs. Like, I knocked the rust off them. They're looking pretty dang good. But Hunter and Quinn and Memph are always kind of in it to win it, in my opinion. Lizzie goes down, doesn't hitch left. Goes down, doesn't hitch left. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. In my head, I'm going, effing Lizzie. Yeah. You're going to crush this. Off and I was. Maternity leave coming yeah, in hot. Off maternity leave coming in hot, about to stomp it. And she was probably mm, 15 yards from the bird. Hard left. <laughs> and so now I've made, I didn't handle anybody. I'm like, all right, I'm going to tweet. Now, this is like, you're probably out. If Even if she goes and picks this bird up, you're probably out. But you're definitely out if she keeps going left. So I'm like, tweet, cast her. She goes a little bit, looks at those flyer, you know, the flyer station. Scallops goes back. Tweet, cast her again. 
middle fingered me, goes right hard left again. I'm like, tweet, no here. O for three. O for three. Next up. Uh might have been Quinn. Maybe Quinn or Hunter. I'll I'll do Hunter next because same deal. Goes down, holding it. He held his line pretty dang good too. And what I would say he did, he was the most where I'm like butt puckered moment where you're like, he's right there. No, he's not. He's right there. No, he's not. He's right there. No, he's not. Oh, God. What do I do? He's going back. Oh, God. He went back. And he kept making these, his hunt got bigger and bigger and bigger. And he split the difference between the retired bird and the live flyer. And I'm thinking the wind was in his favor. I'm thinking any minute now, he's going to run 10 more feet to the right and wind it and do the right thing. And we're playing. And then hard left. What, what was over there? The flyer station. So that fly, live flyer was so much suction, plus the terrain was sure. pushing them that way. And the judges, I mean, they set up, that bird was really hard. Now, hindsight 2020, should I gone and gotten the, the left-hand bird next and then come back for the retired bird? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I feel like I'd probably do it the same. But it's like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Anyways. Honor's out. I'm 0 for 4. I got one more bullet in the gun, and it's Quinn. And she goes out, holds her line, puts on a small hunt, finds that retired bird. Hell yeah. I haven't even got, that's the only dog to pick up two birds. I'm like, well, hopefully she can find this third one. Goes out, backsides the gun, and that means if the, like this bird was thrown left to right, she went to the left of where the dude threw it, went behind a tree, came back around on the correct side of the gun, and found her bird. So not ideal. We're not sitting pretty. We're not winning by any means. But we're not out, but you don't know. So you didn't didn't call her back, in in other words? No, no, yeah, she went and got all three birds. She went and got all three. So it's the only dog of mine to go get three birds. So, okay, pretty good. They call her back. We go to the second. Whoa, excuse me. In a field trial. Yeah, my bad. In a field trial, you got a land series of marks. A land blind is your second series. A water blind is your third series. And then water marks is your fourth series. They combined land marks with a land blind. So now I had to run a land blind behind the gun of the flyer. Real tight. So the flyer was thrown right to left. I had to go in between a tight keyhole. Again, keyhole is like two trees and a bush and whatever, and they got to go in between those two trees and hold their line. And then down the gully and back up a little hill uh, to like basically a bush, and the bird was in the bush. So that bush, it was like your blind, like that. Okay, you guys see that bush out there? Yep, that's where the blind is. I mean, it's just no man's land behind the flyer. So all that suction of the flyer is even more enticing now. Anyway, she ran a freaking beautiful blind. Really? And I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. She did get called back. So now we go to the water blind. And the judge was like, uh, do you have a one of, your, one of your dogs who didn't do good? Do they want to run his test dog? I'm like, sure. 
I pull out old Memph. Now this water blind is probably 225 yards down a big steep hill into a pond. You go past an island on your right, and then on the left-hand side was two points that you had to stay off of, but they wanted you to be really tight to them, and then get out and get your bird and come back. She ran a beautiful blind. Memph did it great, and I was thankful to, like, get a little willies out. You know, she wasn't in contention anymore, so it's like I knew she was going to do it. I knew she was going to look good. I was real proud of her, but it also gave me a feel for what I could do with Quinn. You should volunteer to do that in the future. Mm, I typically don't like to run test dog. I wouldn't have done it with Aries, Lizzie, or Hunter. If Memph wasn't there, I would have said no. Um, just because. It's just, it's not, we're, we're running out yeah, of time, that, really. So right, that's fine. So anyways, she comes out, Quinn comes out, hammers the water blind. I'm like, oh, baby. Okay, we're, we're doing it. And a couple dogs fumbled it a little bit. And a couple of those same dogs fumbled the land blind. I'm like, okay, I don't know what place we're in. We're not winning. But we're not out. Now we go to the watermarks. Three watermarks that were very big, very cheaty, very technical water. She comes out. The go bird was an angle entry, or if they did it, the most proper would have been right into the channel. She kind of skirted the entry of the channel and jumped in and swam down the shore of the channel, got out, picked that bird up. Came back on the left-hand bird, and it was super cheaty, down a huge peninsula, and then a spit of water, jump in, jump out, and get your bird. And she went on the peninsula and came and hooked into the bird. Not ideal. I was a little disappointed in it, but she did it. Come back. Your third bird was like in, out, in, out, in, out. Get your bird. She goes in, out, in, out, stayed out, backside of the gun, picked up her bird. A bunch of dogs messed it up worse, and she ended up with a fourth place. So on the grand scheme of things, I was, I, I honestly, I left there not being happy. I left there being bumped. I left there not in the, like, the difference between a hunt test and a field trial is a hunt test passing. You passed. That's a accolade. That's a pat on your back. That's a pat on the dog's back. You guys were a team. You got it done. If we were in a hunt test, I'd have handled the situation in the first series differently. But we're not going to pass. We're going to win. And so I, I've never in my, no, one time in Connecticut, one time, and it was a terrible feeling. I only passed one dog in Connecticut, and everybody else failed. And it was a shit situation. Probably won't see me in Connecticut again. Long story short, such a bummer. But other than that, my entire career, I've had a really high pass rate. We work really hard, and you go, and you get dogs through it, and the teamwork that you developed and strategy and all this stuff, you pass them. Whether they were perfect or not, that's different. But they passed. Good for them. This is like, you're out. Kicked in, yeah. Thanks for coming. You out. And so it was a really weird feeling, especially with Ben and Hunter, you know, Hunter's owner Ben and Bill and Wade, like everybody was there to support us and like watch it and experience it. And to walk away with one dog doing well. And even the fourth place is like, you got a ribbon. Like I got a ribbon. And I, I, you didn't get the title. You didn't win. So I, I left feeling kind of disheartened. But I learned a ton. It's motivation. 
And I strongly believe that the, that crew of dogs will hit it and we will get there. So if anyone can take away from, from that experience is like, if they knock you down, you get back up and you keep on training and you learn from that test or trial. And I'm proud of Quinn. I really am. I wanted to win. And I feel like that attitude of a fourth place isn't good enough. Other people would have been ecstatic, and I probably should be. But to me, I went there to win it, and I didn't know who could win it, but I knew all of them had a shot or else we wouldn't have gone. And they got to pick up one bird. So we're going out with a vengeance on the next one, and we'll see what happens. But anyways, guys, we got to wrap it up because we've got a Patreon live happy hour. Thanks for tuning into this episode. If you want to jump in on our happy hours on Patreon, you know how to do it. Patreon.com forward slash Lone Duck Outfitters. It's like buying us a beer. It's a couple bucks a month. But you can join these happy hours. So until next episode, we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, patreon.com forward slash Lone Duck Outfitters is a community that we built to help you and your dog on your journey to next duck season. There's videos that don't hit YouTube. There's happy hours where we drink a couple beers and I answer your questions every other week. And by the way, if you join between now and September 1st, you're entered to win a hunt with me and Kevin and other Patreon members. So jump in. Let's go. Join the community. We appreciate it. And we'll see you there. Hey listeners, Nick Larson here, host of the Bird Shop Podcast. As fans of this show, you may be interested in the conversations on the Bird Shop Podcast, where we discuss all things upland hunting, from upland birds and their habitat and conservation to the shotguns, bird dogs, and gear used to pursue them. Whether you're a seasoned upland hunter or just getting started and wanting to learn more, I interview a wide range of guests, each with their own unique perspective and valuable experience to share. If you're on the hunt for more upland hunting conversation, please consider subscribing to the Bird Shop Podcast today. Thank you.